this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. Good day and God bless. Apostle Ken Smith here want to get you if you will get your bibles open get them ready let's go into the word of god let's just talk about a few things today i want to talk about from the book of acts glory to god chapter 28 but we'll move back into chapter 27 uh, i want to take my time just kind of highlight some various different things um, get us to focus for a moment i don't know about you but if any of you have had to experience what we call difficulties, trials, tests. Has anybody had anything they've had to go through? Uh, If so, then I want to tell you what you're experiencing may not be about you. It may not be, be, let's say, not because of you, but because God wants to use you for his glory. And so there are some things that we have to look at sometimes that we, we tend to overlook because we're looking only at ourselves. And if you can get yourself out of focusing on you to see something greater, to understand that God has something greater in store. Amen? Amen. So let's just pray, if you will. Just pray with me just briefly. Father, we give you thanks. We praise you. We, we give you praise for what you say and what you do. We thank you that on today, Father, that has already been accounted for, that it's already been done, that we walk in the fullness and the power. You've already said that we will, when the word comes forth, that your word will not return to you void, but it shall accomplish what you have sent it to do. And so we thank you that the word will encourage, the word will strengthen, the word will promote us and take us to other places that give you glory that will glorify you, Father. So we thank you for it now. In Jesus' mighty name, we say amen. Amen. Now in the book of Acts, chapter 28. Now I told you I'll be, it start in chapter 28, but where I really want to kind of go back and then come come back here, if you will. And so uh, I want to begin reading, though, in chapter 28 and verse 1. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita, and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness. In other words, people showed, they didn't spare whatever they could to help them out. For they kindled a fire and received us, every one, because of the present rain, because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous snake hang on his hand, They said among themselves, no doubt, this is a man, a murderer, whom though he have escaped the sea, yet vengeance off the beast into the fire have felt no harm. You know, it's like they're looking at it now because he got bit. You know, it must have been something he'd already done. And so he escaped the sea. Now, now, in case you didn't understand this, already what's happened is they were shipwrecked. And this is the place where they end up landing. And we want to be able to take, take a look at some things because... Paul's getting, as we see, Paul has gotten bit by this viper. And what's interesting, it fastened itself to his hand. And and then Paul just looked at it. Man, 
This is different than me, my glory to God. Paul looked at that viper and just flicked him into the fire. Amen. Can you imagine that? Just, just tossed it off nonchalantly <laughs> into the fire. He had, it, the word says, it fastened upon him. That means yeah. he done sunk his teeth inside Paul. And Paul just literally just took it and tossed it aside. Now, it's obvious that these, these people that are, that this is the area they have come from, they recognize this particular viper as being poisonous. And so they're looking at it already and saying, wait a minute. Well, he escaped this shipwreck, but he just got here. And ultimately what's going to happen, this is where he's going to die. And so um, they're watching to see now at what point Paul's going to fall off, where he's going to, you know, how something's going to happen. They actually even bring it to the point say, they, they're looking at the sense of waiting for his hand to begin to swell. And none of this transpires. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so what I want to talk to you about, about today is can you handle the bite? Mm. Can you handle the bite? Now, now, now that in itself just sounds like, man, we just talking about the snake. But, but look at some of the things the snake is representative of. Yes. The snake represents the very evil or the very enemy that we have in terms of the enemy. It, it represents these things that comes and slithers and, and comes in different ways. And, 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 and it, it represents all these things that come against us. Amen. Yes. And so I'm asking you today, can you handle the bite? But, but more importantly, what I want you to look at and what we're going to fasten our eyes on is as we begin to watch Paul, I, I want to tell you that everything that's transpiring in your life, it's not always about you. The fact that this, this snake has taken hold of Paul, it was doing what it was supposed to do. But can you understand from the get-go that God already knew that this was going to happen? Amen. Amen. One of the things that we're going to have to recognize is that even to this extent, that Paul, Paul obviously, it didn't matter that, you know, uh, that he was bit, bit by a snake. Glory to God. I don't know about anybody. I just got to just kind of go in my own little mind for a second. I don't know about you, but if I'm bit by a snake, I want some, you know, somebody with a snake kit or something. You know, come on, y'all. Amen. I, I, I'm looking for some help. Paul, this didn't even face Paul. This was no big deal to Paul. But when I go back and I look at the word, one of the things that, that really catches my eye is over in the book of Matthew. And in Matthew, Jesus gives his disciples, disciples, excuse me. He gives his disciples the power to overcome the enemy. Mm -hmm. he, he gives them the power to, to, if you will, to cast out demons and, and to, to deal with all types of diseases. Mm -hmm. He gives this power to his disciples. Ultimately, we are to come to understand that this same power that he talked about in terms of his disciples, his, his 12 apostles, if you will, ultimately also he's given the same particular power to Paul. Well, can I say this to you? We find out later on, somebody better listen to this, the same power that was given to the disciples the, the, the apostles is the same power that was given to the apostle Paul is the same power, the dunamis power that works. How would you say that brought Christ Jesus from the dead? That same resurrection power. Someone said that that same power, that same dunamis power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that operates in every believer. Yeah. Well, we said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't believe it. 
He said the same power is resonant in, in, inside of us. Now, I bring this to, to the point because here was this thing that's already been handed out. Paul obviously is walking in the power, not of himself, but in the power of God that resides in him. But is this all about Paul? The fact that Paul was bitten was not really about Paul. Paul's not concerned. As we see, Paul takes and flicks him into the fire nonchalantly. It was no big deal to him. Can I say this? If a snake had latched on to any one of us, what, what would be our reaction? Would we flail our arms around? What would we do? Paul just... No big deal. He's not looking for anything to happen. He understands. Now, now why does Paul understand? There's another point you got to get. Paul already knows that God has already spoken to him and told him where he was going. Yes. God told him you're going to be before a particular individual at a particular time. There's some things that have to happen. I'm not dying from a snake bite. Yes. Yeah. You got to hear me today. This is, just, this is not the thing that's getting ready to happen. I'm, I didn't just get on the ship and God speak to me on the ship for me to come out and be bit by the snake and the snake be the thing to take me out. But obviously if God allows this to happen, it's for somebody else. Can you handle the bite? Listen, listen. there's some things that's happening in our lives and we've been crying and we've been, can I be real with us? We've been going through, we're frustrated, we're upset, we're, we're at a place of indecision and indecisiveness. We don't know what we're going to do. We're disturbed. Has anyone stopped to listen to God? Let's, let's, let's just back up for a second. Do this for me. Everybody just say calm down. Woo, glory to God. See, Billy, we got to calm down because otherwise we're going too fast and we want to get something. Amen. If you go back and you start to look at this. Now, we got to understand, and I got to, man, I love this because when you start looking at the life of Paul, there's so much. Paul's incarcerated. Paul's incarcerated on a ship going where he doesn't want to go. He didn't ask for this journey. This is one that they've taken him on. If you go to chapter 27, there's some things. I just want to highlight some things. I got to move real quick, y'all. Trying to move quick. Amen. So we begin to see Paul going on a journey. That they're taking him on. They, they got some ideas. Now listen, you got to understand, anybody like, make, like to make money? Yeah. Woo, help me, Holy Ghost. Sometimes when you're making money, sometimes you'll even try to do some things that you shouldn't do. Did I say that wrong? Sometimes because, you know, if you're trying to make money, and maybe you even look out and you see something and say, maybe this is, this is you know, like it's windy on the road or it could be hazardous conditions. Yeah, we, we're still willing to venture out because of the money. These folks venture out on this ship because of money. Let me just be real. Just be real. Throw it out there. In verse 10, 27 and 10, Paul says this. He said, and said to them, sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt. Y'all reading with me? Mm, yeah. This voyage will be with hurt. Mm. And much damage, not only of the landing, the cargo, and the ship, but also of our lives. Wait a minute. Paul's already telling you before you go. This is a trip you don't need to take. You need to stay home. Don't go now. But, but listen to this. When he says it, who's listening? Can I be real with you? How many times have you opened your mouth and said something? I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think we should do that. And someone else said, ah, it's all right. Because it's going to benefit something else. It's going to benefit somebody. Can you handle the bite? Listen to this. 
And so here it is. Paul's telling them. Paul's telling them under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Paul's telling them under the unction of the Holy Spirit, the power of God that's resonant on the inside, the Holy Spirit is giving him insight in terms of what's going to happen. He says, hey, this is something we shouldn't do. This is not the time to make this trip. I think we should stay put. But if you're going to go, you need to know this is going to happen. This is going to be, there's going to be damage to the cargo, to the ship, and to our lives. Well, can I tell you this? Most of you have been taking, decided to go ahead and take a voyage when the Holy Ghost, I hate to tell you this, when the Holy Ghost said, be still, he was already giving you some insight, don't move. You ever made some mistakes in your life and, and ultimately you find that your cargo, whew, glory to God, the things you, your, your baggage that you've been carrying, now you have caused some more emotional damage to yourselves. And the ship, in this case, would be our bodies. Glory to God. And then he said, and then your very life is just shaped and changed through some decisions that you make. Even though the Spirit of God spoke and said, don't go. Yeah. Don't do it. Now is not the time. Well, well, look, watch this. Just so, is this all right? Am I talking too long? Yeah. Glory to God. Right. Verse 11. Nevertheless, the satyrians mm -hmm. believe the master and owner of the ship. Money. Come on, say money. Profit. More than the things which were spoken by Paul. They didn't want to hear what Paul had to say. They didn't want to hear what Paul had to say. Can I tell you, God is using some things in your life to influence another. There's some things that are going to undertake in your life. It's not about you, but it's how God wants to use you to speak into somebody else's life. Can you handle the bite? It, it, it's just real that sometimes God will take you down a road and take you down a place and cause you to take a voyage that you didn't want to take. He will put you in a place that even inside of yourself, you're incarcerated. You're in a place that you don't get to take and make the decisions, but the Holy Spirit is leading nonetheless. And everyone around you. And even when you speak, they don't always want to hear. They don't always want to accept. I love this because... God is setting them up and they don't know they're being set up. Can you imagine this? It's like here the Holy Ghost is speaking. Has anybody said they want to see Jesus? Anybody been crying? I want the Lord. But every time God speaks, we decide, no, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> Whew. Just be real. Emotionally, some of us are just moved to go different ways and different places and to do different things. Man, I love it because everybody's looking to get, they keep saying, I want to be more and more like Jesus. And the Father keeps putting you in a position. He gives you assignments in your life that puts you in places that you don't want to be. And that's ultimately where God is saying, I'm using you. He said, that's not how I want to be used, God. <laughs> Whew. Paul says, sir, you know what it's like to speak to those that are in position. You got to remember, he's he's the one that's he's the prisoner, the prisoner talking to the to the ones that, you know, that are holding the keys. The prisoner trying to tell some the, the prisoner. Can I speak? Can I be allowed to say something? Do you mind if I say this? Sirs, I perceive that this voyage, he's telling them this is not the time to undertake this particular thing. Nevertheless, the satyrian, that's the one that's guarding. That's the guard. Believe the master and the owner of the ship. Paul, you ain't, who are you? 
Man, you under guard of me. And you know, one thing you got to understand about the centurions, about, you got to understand about the guard. On this ship, there's a, like 200 and some people that are on this ship. All of them, most of them, uh, uh, quite a few of them, excuse me, the deckhands or whatever, but you also have a bunch of prisoners. So one thing about you got to understand about the prisoners, that every prisoner that has a guard, the guard is under the understanding this, that if the prisoner escapes, that means they get to take his life in, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Help me, Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So, so listen, listen. You ever seen the wanted portions where they say wanted dead or alive? Mm -hmm. In this case, if you take off, you're gonna be dead. <laughs> if I'm the guard, you don't get a chance to get away. It's over for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you get away, that means they're gonna take my life in case in, you know, that, that made you think, huh? <laughs> Woo! Help me, Holy Ghost. Woo! And so there's some things you got to look at that are in this. But it's like, listen, Paul is being used even here by the Spirit of God. And that's why I'm leading, can't come back here to go to the other place. Because there's some things that's happening in your life. You can't see what God is really doing. You don't understand how God is shaping the moment. Someone asked me the other day this question. They said, if you had a chance to go back and do something different or do some things different, would you? What would you want to change? And my answer is like this. I don't want to go back because if I change, if I'm able to change some things, guess what? I may not be sitting here. It's what's transpired in my life, the things that I've gone through that have brought me even to this place that I am now. Yeah. It's some things that God is doing. You may not like them. You may not want to accept them, but God is always working for your good. And yet God does things in our lives that's not really about us, but the people around us. God is using you to influence somebody else to hear about the spirit of the living God. Oh, calm down, Ken. So here's Paul. And he's talking to them and telling them this is, this is not the time. Here's the prisoner talking to the jailer and telling them this is not the time. Here's the jailer trying to tell the proprietor this is not the time to take your goods. This is not the time to take your cargo. This is not the time for you to go and try to make your business... <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Well, why is he doing this? Spirit of God's using him. What does God want to do? God wants to influence another people to hear his word. Can I tell you, God is using you to cause you to influence somebody else. God is using. Can you imagine troubles? Can you imagine trials? Can you imagine tests? Can you imagine being bitten? Oh, glory to God. Leave that one out. <laughs> Can you imagine going through for the sake of somebody else. Hmm. Somebody say, I want to be like Jesus. He went through for the... Okay, okay. In verse 12, you can see what I'm saying. This is not the time. It's not the place. It's not the way to go. But in verse 13, you also see, and when, when they took off, once they took off, when the south wind blew softly, they figured, man, they was right. It, it, Paul don't know what he's talking about. And so they set sail to Crete. Crete. Let's move on. Jump to verse 20. After they took off. Can I just, just interject? After they went on their way, things did start to go the way they, they thought it. It just wasn't going as smooth. Did this help at all? Mm -hmm. 
You know, because sometimes when you decide to do it yourself, when the beginning, it looked good. You ever made a decision? You ever made a decision that you knew you heard the Holy Ghost and or you got sound advice concerning? But when the advice came, it's like, I'm going to do my own. And when you first started, it looked good. Everything was sailing fine. He's like, see there? I should keep going. Well, it's, it's after they went on their own way. It's after they decided to do, what they, do their own thing. Then something began to change. Whoo! Verse 20. And when, when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared. Now y'all don't hear this. Say when, when neither sun nor... When neither sun nor star... What, what are they telling you, man? All they saw was darkness. I don't know about you, but, but you know... Having sailed just just a little bit on a ship, you know, glory to God, cruise ship. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Just sailed a little bit on a cruise ship. I've had the experience. Let me tell you like this. We had an experience on one of the times we, we took sail that, that for four days we were out at sea. And four days... Man, it was past the point of being on a waterbed. Glory to God. It had got so bad that it was like, there was, you know, we get to the place, there's nothing you can do. Just even when you steal, you still move. <laughs> Woo! And I don't get seasick, but this had this made me sick. For three, four days, that's how it was. It was continuous, it was nonstop. Glory to God. And they said, well, nothing we could do. We going. The, the way we're traveling, we're traveling against the sea. I mean, there's a way to travel. Is there a way to travel different? Listen. So when this this thing is happening, I don't know if you, you if you one of those that like to sightsee. It's, I like I like folks. They like to go to the back of the boat, and I don't know what it is. They think it's romantic to go and look at the moon. <laughs> Whoo! Help me, Holy Ghost. But when you can't see, you can't see stars, sun, moon. Come on, belly, and all you know that water out there. You can hear the water. Woo, help me, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as fun even on the cruise ship. Can you imagine what it was like for these guys that they not on a ship, they on a boat? <laughs> a ship is big, a boat. <laughs> help me, Holy Ghost. I went out on a boat before too. And I told them once we got out on the water, I recognized how quickly we got close to the water. I said, it's time for us to go back. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Let me say focus. Let me say focus. So here it is. This help you guys. Yes. Neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on it, and all that we should be sick. They were, they were thinking at this point, all is lost. We're going to die. Come on, you ever been around someone that thought that something was. Whoo, help me, Holy Ghost. I ate some food one time, thought I was going. <laughs> my God, my God, my God. You ever, you ever been in that place you just got sick and you thought this is the end? You, you ever been there? Woo! Or you've been around somebody that just act like every minute this is it. This is it. Tell me. What, listen. These guys are looking at the situation. You ever been riding with someone and look like an accident is impending? Oh! It's over. Woo! And then a small bump. But these guys are looking at the situation and what they see right now is they said, hey, it's over for us. We're going to die out here. 
Somebody should be saying, we shouldn't have been here. Mm. You know that happens, right? Yes. The minute this was going on, somebody was saying, we knew we, I knew they should have listened to Paul. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine this? Somebody saying, the prisoner. Listen, because I want you to understand something. You need to understand, there's some things God is doing in your life behind the scene. Yes. You can't understand it. Mm -hmm. That even though you've been thrust in some places that you don't want to be, God is using them to influence somebody else to hear the Holy Ghost come forth. Yeah. Woo. Now look at this, because i got to hurry, y'all. But after a long abstinence, oh my God, yes. Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Here's Paul getting up to speak again. Paul the prisoner. Somebody say the prisoner. Glory to God. You got to make that point because he's not in a position just to be sounding off. You better sit down. <laughs> Here's the prisoner saying to him. Paul the prisoner is saying in the midst of them said, Sirs, you should have listened unto me. And <laughs> you, if you'd have just listened in the first place, we wouldn't be in this situation. We wouldn't be in a place where we're talking about harm or loss. And let me tell you, this was so bad. This thing is so bad. i got to hurry up, y'all. This thing is so bad, these folks can't even meet. they either thinking about losing their lives or just the movement of this ship. They can't even meet. Man, you, you talking about going on a fast that you didn't decide to... <laughs> 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 Woo! Tell them that's some good stuff, huh? But there's Paul. He, he, he wasn't just, now I got to tell you this because it's important. Paul is not just really just saying, hey, listen to me, guys. You shouldn't have did this. I'm not just telling you I told you so. Because, right. you know, that's, that's usually our MO, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we are usually like to operate. Tell somebody I'm not going to operate like that anymore. But Paul was speaking really to them under the spirit of the Holy Ghost. I need you because he was really talking to those that because they were looking for profit, and decided to do their own thing. He was still saying to them, listen, I need you to hear this. As a prisoner, you don't just get to just be yelling out and talking. But there's something else that God's going to say. Mm -hmm. And he says, now, now I exhort you to be of good cheer. Take courage. I need you to take courage. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. The only thing that's going to be lost is the ship. Yeah, this sounds good, huh? It's good news. You see what's happening? And Paul's saying, hey, listen. Now, this is not good for the ship owner. But he, don't, he might not want to hear this. But Paul's saying, listen, you don't have to be afraid. Because you got to remember, he's speaking to men that are afraid they're going to lose their life. Yeah. You know, when you think about losing your life, you don't care about tomorrow. You're not thinking about the... I don't care about the ship. I don't care about the car. I don't care about the house. I don't care. See, y'all don't hear this. See, it's, it's kind of like a condemned man saying, you know, listen. They said, listen, uh, today is the day that you're going to die. And what do you want for, as your last meal? Well, you're not going to be worried about what you're going to have tomorrow. These men, if they're going to die, they're not worried about tomorrow. They just, in this moment, they just in this moment. And so Paul's dealing with some things as he speaks to quiet their spirits. Can I tell you today, some of your spirits need to be quieted by the Holy Spirit that's speaking. God is telling you, take courage. Be of good cheer. No matter what it looks like, it ain't over yet. Amen. And God continually tells us all the time, no matter what it is, you're not going to lose your life. If you're one, if you're in Christ, 
Even if, the, if we were to die, he says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We've been so afraid, even in this pandemic times, people aren't afraid of getting, what you call that stuff? Uh, COVID-19. They're not afraid of COVID-19. They they're afraid of dying. But if the spirit of God is telling you, you shall not die, yet shall you live. If you can hear the spirit of God, it changes everything. Yes. God wants to influence somebody around you. That even what's going on, that God has you and has them at the same time. Paul says, I exhort you, be of good cheer. For there should be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. Hey, he did tell him, hey. Gonna be a shipwreck. Tell somebody shipwreck. Whew, this is a message, a whole nother message I preached before talking about the shipwreck. It's called stay on the ship. Glory to God. Because some of y'all need okay, leave that alone. But listen, you in this place, some of you, your lives are already a shipwreck. Some of your lives are already messed up. Some of you, because you never listened to the Holy Ghost, you in places you should never have been. But yet, even where you're at now, the Spirit of God wants you to know, I'm still at the helm. I'm still in control. I'm still working for you and not against you. Whew. He says, so here's Paul. Here's Paul. Let's put it all in, in perspective. For there stood by me this night the angel. Man, isn't that awesome? God speaking in the midst. You got to get this because Paul's telling them, say, why the ship was yet bouncing when we couldn't see where we were going and everything looked like it was bad and everybody thinking they're going to lose their life. We couldn't even take food. The angel of the Lord spoke to me. Whoo. He stood by me. This night, the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, really talk about Jesus. Yes. Saying, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. So listen, he reminded Paul, you're going before Caesar. That right there tell you, you're not going to die on the ship. No matter what happens, I'm with you. Lo, I'm with you always, even until the end. I'm here. You're going to be brought before Caesar. And lo, God have given thee. Not Paul, wow. everybody that's with you has given the all them that sell with you. So, so listen, Paul's got a word. Paul has a word to encourage. Paul has a word to influence. Paul has a word if they will hear it. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe. Listen, who you believe, Paul? Whose report will you believe? Where are you standing at right now? These men before were willing to follow after the money. They were willing to follow after the ones they felt had more control. They were following after the ones that they thought had more influence. But now Paul is speaking under the influence of the Holy Ghost, under the influence of the power of God. Again, he says to them, listen, you didn't listen to me before, but I got some news for you. I got something else for you to hear. Yeah. Should we go back to where we were at before? Listen, how many of you have run into some places where you know you've gone afoul? You've gone the wrong way. You've done some things and know you're in trouble. Anybody recognize you in trouble because of the voices you were listening to? Hmm. Wow. And then God speaks. Can I just say it like this? Even though we were influenced by someone else before, even though we were willing to go that way, are you willing to handle the bike? Can you handle the bike now that the Spirit of God is saying, I got something in view. I have something I want you to see. There's something I want to do. This is not over yet. 
I don't care how bad your circumstances is. I don't care how bad your situation is. The Spirit of God is still present. The Spirit of God is still working. The Spirit of God still has everything under control. Oh, can you imagine God knowing all? Can you imagine God has all power? Did you, can you imagine God? He just showed up in all those places, in all those ways, while yet they were in a place where everything looked dark, hopeless, and they were helpless. God showed up and showed out. I must be in the wrong house. Because it's, it's something to be in a place where, remember that everybody's saying we're going to lose our lives. We're about to die. Paul's not saying the same thing they're saying. Paul's not even trying to establish that kind of story. I don't even want to go with that type of view. I don't even have that type of vision. I got something I need you to see. Can you handle the bite? Woo! Paul told him, he said, listen, there's a certain thing that's got to happen. What's the thing that's got to happen? Well, there's going to be a shipwreck. We gon' we 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 want to shipwreck. We gonna find ground. We gonna find land. Isn't that good news? Yes. Come on, it's good news in the midst of some bad news. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I don't know if anybody even thought about this. Can everybody swim? Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're a deckhand, don't mean you can swim. Right. You know? Can you? Th have you? Th everybody here swim? Everybody here can swim? No. Oh, we got some. No. Can you imagine? I talk to y'all. Then can you imagine? Here's this word. Paul's given to everybody. Paul's really letting establish an I don't care even if you cannot help yourself. You're okay because you're with me. Amen. You're okay because you're with me and I'm with him. If you're winning the hands of God, I don't care what it looks like. When, the, when everything's said and done, when you finish, you're going to land in the right place. Doesn't matter if you can swim. Doesn't matter if you can float. Doesn't matter if you can tread water. God's got you. That sounds like fun. Whew. And still more time got to happen. Y'all got to go back and read all this. There's more things that got to happen. More things that are happening. But here's Paul. God is using him to influence them to understand that they are not. Can you imagine this? God's using you. God is using you to influence somebody else who thinks they're in control, that thinks they're running it, that thinks they got it. God is using you that in the place, you know, God will take us in some places we never wanted to go. Listen, Paul didn't want to get on this ship. <laughs> Paul didn't want to take this ride, but God will take you down some roads. He will take you down some lanes. He will take you some ways you had not thought about going but in it because he's already knowing what he wants to do how he wants to be glorified he will use you anybody want to be used by the spirit of God anyone want the power of God to be operational in them anyone want someone to see the Christ in them help me Holy Ghost then you may go some places that you never thought you would go. You may have to endure something you never thought you would encounter. But in it be of good cheer because the spirit of God is in this. Can you handle the bite? Y'all make me feel like I'm trying to preach to you. Help me, Holy Ghost. It means I better slow down. I don't want to get hot. Woo. So here's, listen. They start moving. As they're moving, they're seeing some other things. Can I tell you that I'm trying to rush through to do something? There, there's a sense that God is directing. In the sense that God's directing, we have to understand. These folks are afraid. They're still scared. But they're hearing a word. But they also begin to change. They also, let, let, me, let me just do this on jump real quick. Uh, go down to verse 31. I was going to show y'all some other stuff, but I can 
go to verse 31. Is this helping it out? Yes. In verse 31, watch this. Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Listen, we're going to need everybody. We're going to need, this makes sense. We gonna, in other words, what he's really telling them, we're going to need all these hands on deck. Can I tell you this? There's some things that God wants to do that is going to require everybody working together as one. There's some things that the Spirit of God is calling forth in this hour. you got to change your tune. I don't care how you feel about things. You're going to have to work with those that you would never thought, thought you could. Can you imagine? i got to work with the prisoners. i got to work with the servants. I gotta work with the ones that I thought I may have been I may have been thinking I was better than. I may have been thinking I was over them. But now God said we gotta work all work together as one. Woo! Can I just bring this into contention? That God's trying to influence all of us. Yeah. You know, we've been talking about so many things, but we're missing the mark because we're not willing to come to a place to come on the same page, to come on the same level, to come on the same stoop, yeah. on the same step, just to work as one. Jesus. There's some things that got to happen. Yes. There's some things that got to change. Listen, if you can really get into it and understand if we don't work together, we're all going to die. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the jailer has to understand, I got to work with the prisoner. The prisoner got to understand, I don't care how the jailer was before, but we have to work as one. Yes. I don't know if this makes sense. Here's these places the Holy Ghost is saying, I'm trying to influence you, and yet you don't want to go. I'm trying to influence you. It means that your desires... Whew. Your aspirations, your ideas, your views, your perspective, everything you got has to be put on hold that we must work under the unction and anointing of the Holy Spirit. Yes. God, where are you taking us? How you want us to get there? What do you want to do? What should we do? We got to do this together. Help me, Holy Ghost. They're trying to make me preach. <laughs> Woo. So listen. As they speak to the jailers, remember, as they speak to the centurion and he talks to the jailers, he said, listen, listen, because see, now, now listen, as a prisoner, if I think I'm about to die, but I can save my life, what you think I'm going to do? Hmm. You think I'm going to try to help you? Hmm. You think I'm looking to save you? <laughs> Every man for himself. So listen, these centurions, the centurion who did not believe before now is under the influence. He's intoxicated by the Holy Spirit that's spoken through Paul. And he recognizes the only way we will all survive, the only way I will survive is to ensure that we work together as one. Yes. Ooh, I don't know if this is making sense to you. So watch this. So he gets, he says, listen, we're going to make sure nobody go. You, you ever got to put things in a perspective where nobody else is going to get away? Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to be able to run. See, because the jailers, they concerned like the jailers. You know what the thought of the jailers was? Listen, in this sense, somebody might try and escape. And under these conditions, we may not be able to stop them. Under these conditions, it's best. What do you think the jailer would want to do? Let's kill them. It, it, it's better for you to be dead because if you're not dead, then they're going to take my life. Help me, Holy Ghost. I, I, I had to give you that information before because you need to know, Billy, you'd be gone if you was a prisoner under my care and I thought you was going to get away. Glory to God. 
Because if you get away, they're going to take my life. Billy, you gone. Glory to God. Good night, Billy. No, 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 Billy, you want to get away. See, look, this is, makes sense to everybody. This is, it's just real. You, you, you know, we, we're trying to be friendly about it, but the real deal is if you're the jailer and you got some folks, now they committed crimes. Billy, you ain't committed no crime. Listen, here's the deal. If you're in that place, the jailer said, hey, listen, I can't let you get away. This makes sense. But God is still using this instance. He's using this to influence somebody. Listen, one of the things you've got to understand, the Holy Spirit wants to bring you into a place of influence, power, and authority. That's something God always wants to do with his people. So that's how we're able to speak. That's how we're able to change things. Under the influence that anointed the Holy Ghost, he brings us to the place that he causes our sphere of influence, power, and authority to grow. But it's only after we relinquish our rights. It's only after we submit. It's only after we come into that place that we say, Father, I yield to you. I must be in the wrong house. It's when we come to that place, you know, the only way you get here that you're going to be able to work. The only way you're going to be able to walk, walk and work in the same place with everybody according to the spirit of God. It's kind of like Romans tells us in Romans chapter 12. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, as the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living. It's when we come into that place, Father, it's no longer about me, but I submit myself to you as a sacrifice to be used. It's at this point we're able to work. Father's trying to bring you in the place of a sphere of influence to speak to people that you never spoke to. Yeah. But he's, the way he does it is not the way you thought. And so I ask you again, can you handle the bite? Wow. Woo, this sounds like fun. Glory to God. Man, my time just about up too. Glory to God. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Is this helping anybody yet? Yes. Here's this place. Here's this place. So you're looking at some things that are happening. Paul is speaking to them. He's spoken now to the centurion. And the centurion is speaking to the soldiers. And he's, he's made that word clear. The only way we can stop, th stop this is we all work together. So what the soldiers do? So the soldiers cut off the ropes. Of the they cut off the lifeboats. Ain't nobody getting in the lifeboats. Ain't nobody rolling out of here. Help me, Holy Ghost. Listen, ain't nobody getting ready to get out of this. We all in this together. If we go down, we go down together. Woo. See, you got to understand the other side. Wasn't nobody jumping out the ship. You wasn't about to jump. Not what about what these rocks out there. You're not about to jump. That just in itself means certain death. Not until it's time, the right time, you can't get out. Ooh, we show loud up in here, Billy. Glory to God. So look at this. So they cut. So, so listen. The centurion, if you remember, the centurion before, he didn't believe. But guess what happens now? The centurion believed so much, he told the guards. Hey, we, we got to work together. The guards would have been saying, we better take their life. No, 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 no. Let's all, let's all work together. Yeah. Something happened. God used Paul mm -hmm. by the unction of the Holy Spirit and caused him to be intoxicated by the being in the presence of God that he began to speak. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, under anybody full of the Holy Ghost. Ah, Lord, help me. Okay, let's move. So we jump over. So the bottom line, what happens? Guess what? There was a shipwreck. See, somebody said, go back and read it yourself. 
Verse 42, just so you see this. And the soldiers, the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, he know Paul's intoxicated and full of the Holy Ghost, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they, they which could swim should cast themselves first in the sea and get to land. Now, for those of you who can't swim, he said, get you aboard. <laughs> Get you a plank. Get some broken pieces from the ship. But we we gonna make it. And so you see, listen, listen. There wasn't nowhere else to paddle. Paddle. There wasn't no place else to go. He's like, you can paddle. You can paddle back out in the sea. You know, paddle. Take your little board and paddle out to sea with the sharks. <laughs> Woo! No, they, he's like, hey, listen. This is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna handle. This is what we're looking to do. Which all work together. He recognized Paul was under the unction. Paul is being influenced by the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. God is using Paul to speak to these individuals. How did he get there? God had to take him on a ship he didn't want to go. Yet God is still speaking. Now, can I tell you this? What God is going to do, these other folks, these other folks on this island... These people that have come to help them, these people that have set this fire, the reason why they know these poisonous snakes is their mindset. They've seen it happen before where someone comes shipwrecked upon their island and when they come they, and a snake would bite them. So they knew about these poisonous snakes that were indigenous to their, their place. And so they recognized these snakes have taken the lives of individuals that had escaped the sea, but they were murderers or something else. And so the vengeance had to be exacted upon them. Yeah. But they're watching now. They're seeing something happen with Paul that didn't happen before. They were waiting. Can you imagine someone say any point? He, they probably, yeah. you ever watch somebody take bets? Yeah. <laughs> you see it's been... Ten minutes. You know how fast that poison works. <laughs> Man, he a strong little dude. <laughs> you ball headed, so he's, that's a strong little ball headed guy. Look at him; he just still stand. Somebody saying, you know what? He should be falling over any moment now. Somebody even looked at looked at his hand and said, "There's no swelling. There's no." They didn't use information. They just said, "There's no swelling." Something's happening with Paul that had not happened before. So these guys, God influenced this situation. Can I say this? Can you handle the bite? There's some things that are happening even to you today that God is using it to speak to somebody else. Can you imagine something has latched on to you because the Spirit of God says, I got to put this in their path because I'm going to use this to speak to somebody else. Can you imagine something coming and God says, it's not about a distraction for you. It's just a matter of you staying focused with me. Paul didn't even allow this thing to get him in a place that would cause him to get off course. Paul stayed focused to the course of God. Yeah. Woo, I don't know if I'm in the right house. Yes. But I need to know something. You're going to need to ask your neighbor. You might need to ask the people in your house. Can you handle the bite? You may be going through something because of what's happening in this timing. But God said be of good cheer. In the midst of your troubles. In the midst of your trials. I've already overcome. I need you to understand. I want to use you for my glory. Yes, thank you, Lord. Woo, my God. My God. See Billy we're doing my watch is working. Help me, Holy Ghost. Listen, is this making sense to anybody? Do you feel like you're going through? Do you feel like it's it's been bad? It's been tough? You just can't handle it? 
Can I tell you, God is using you even in this hour. If you didn't step into the place that you're in, if you didn't cause it, because some things, can I tell you like this? Some shipwrecks, we the one that caused it. Yeah. Woo, help me, Holy Ghost. I'll never forget riding with one of my buddies, you know, late at night. He had been driving and then we switched drivers. And glory to God, he fell off to sleep. And, and I started making a lane change and he woke up trying to help me. Glory to God, just, just woke up, started grabbing the wheel. He thought I was sleeping and he grabbing the wheel. Man, you're going to kill us all. <laughs> Listen, some shipwrecks we have caused in our own life. There's some things that you and I have done because we didn't listen to the Holy Ghost. Even under the unction and the influence of the Holy Spirit, some things God said, we went contrary. And so there's some things you've done, but even in this, God is going to use the bad for the good. Woo, help me, Holy Ghost. And so if you didn't cause it and God put you there, he's using you. Woo, tell somebody I want to be used of God. I see you, everybody said that. And then, and then the truth of the matter is, well, I told you to say it, but the truth is when, when you start recognizing, oh, get me out of this, God. <laughs> I want it over. Listen, if he's using you, find out what the purpose that God has in yeah. this place. Yeah. See, see, listen, Paul didn't, it didn't phase Paul. He just shook it off. So there's some things God wants you to just shake it off. You keep walking under the unction and anointing of the Holy Spirit. God says you can you can handle the bite. You can't handle what's happened. Just keep walking. It's the others that I need to see. It's the others I need to influence. It's somebody else I want to speak into the life and change what's going forth. Can I tell you, God has given you the power to be overcomers. Listen, folks, God has not only given us the power, God has given us the victories. Come on, listen, you're in the midst of some things. God not only has given you the victory, but he said, you are more than conquerors. Glory to God. What's that like? Man, if I could think of a prize fighter, help me, Holy Ghost. If I thought of a big fight, man, could you imagine back in the heyday, a guy called Mike Tyson. Glory to God. Could you imagine going in the ring with Mike? Mike just looked like he wanted to just take your nose and take his, his fist and run it through your nose. Help and to go in the can you imagine that, Pastor Ron? Going into the ring with, with, with Mike and God saying, I'm sitting you in the ring with Mike. <clears throat> Whoo! Yet you're more than conquerors. Help me, Holy Ghost. Mike, you ain't got no chance against this skinny guy. You ain't got a chance against. Woo, can you imagine that? Glory to God. Walking into it, man, you <laughs> get a little cocky. Glory to God. But you are more than conquerors against whatever you're facing. You're more than conquerors against what's coming. God has the victory already assigned to you. He wants to use you for his glory. Help me, Holy Ghost. I just want to know. I'm going to close with this, man. Can you handle the bite? Whatever is transpiring, can you be like Paul and be used to influence somebody else? Can you be intoxicated by the Spirit of God to walk under the unction and anointing of God that in spite of things not looking like they should, according to everybody else, but you hear the Spirit of God and you will flow and do what thus said the Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. Are you in that place this morning? Are you one of those that want to overcome 
See, these are not just stories, collection of stories. There are things that are transpired, but God is using us as the example, even as we see the examples that are being put before us to walk in a new place. Tell somebody I want to be an influencer under the unction of the Holy Ghost. If you're in this place and you hear this word, you can see the places that you're in. Maybe it's something that you're undergoing in your life. Maybe there's some place that God has allowed you to come. It, it may be a place that God says, hey, I want you to change your course. If you're to change your course, I want you to stay in this place, but trust me for what I'm going to do. This makes sense to anybody? If you're in here and you're hearing this word and this word is making sense to you, if this is the word that's for you, if you know by the spirit of God that this is something that you're supposed to do, I need you. Just point your hand, your covenant hand towards that camera. Just put it towards, you know, just touch and agree. I believe God. Can I tell you, I believe God. Not, not just saying it, I believe God. I know we are overcomers. I know we are victorious. I know God said it so. Don't let your frustration, don't let your frustration stop you from where God has you going. Don't pull over, don't get off, don't let go. <laughs> don't yield to a place that God didn't tell you to yield to. This is not the time to quit. Tell somebody, this is not the time to quit. I need somebody that even though you got to understand, can you handle the bite? You got to need to need to know that the bite may have a sting. It may have a little something, but you just, just hold on. Just hold on. God's got you. Let's not be distracted by the sting of the bite. Let's not be distracted by the fact that, that the enemy may have injected his poison, but we got to go forth in the place that God has already given me the power to overcome anything that comes unto me. So Father, I thank you right now. For the saints of the Most High, I thank you for those that are encountering things under the unction of the Spirit of God. I thank you for the places where you're taking us now to use us to influence another. I thank you that there are, there are places that we've had to go. We've had to endure because you want us to speak or somebody else to be able to see our life, how you're taking us and molding us and making us come through. And because of it, they know they too can come through. And so, Father, we thank you for victory in Jesus' name. Somebody tell the Lord, I thank you for the victory. Wherever you're at right now, just thank God for the victory. Whomever you are, whatever you're experiencing, it may be in your house. It may be, I see people in the midst of your covenant relationship. In that marriage, I see the troubles. I see the difficulties. But I want you to know, God will give you the strength. God will show you how to communicate. God will show you how to walk in these places. God will give you the victory that you need now in Jesus' name. you got to be, understand, he may be using you to influence the people next door, down the street, down the block. He may be using your situation to speak to somebody else, but you got to hear the Holy Ghost in the midst. And so I'm praying that the Spirit of God will speak to you and speak boldly, and that in this time and in this season, you too shall overcome like never before. And then if you don't know Jesus and the free pardon of your sins, if you have not experienced that sense of that relationship, I'm praying now that if you'll just ask Jesus to come in, his word is already declared and he decrees from the heavens that even as you accept him, as you ask him in, he comes and he will cover you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It's yours now, brothers and sisters, in Jesus' name. I thank you that it's done. 
I thank God for what he's saying and what he's doing. It is so in Jesus' name. Now, I love to tell people this. The word works if you will work the word. Again, the word works if you will work the word. Go in God. Be blessed. Amen. Praise God. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.